Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiya, welcome back to Bretton Cliffs Flea Circus. My name's Paul. Ooh, Paul, I've used my first name. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Very that? Official. I'm recording this especially for my parents. <laughs> I'm, I'm Cliff, Paul, yeah. Cliffy. Well, I don't know, what do you want to call this? You choose this week. Yeah, uh, Horatio Nelson, please. Okay. Funny you should mention Horatio Nelson. I've got something almost to do with him later on. Um, <laughs> crazy that no, almost read each other's minds yeah almost apart from yeah. it hasn't really got anything to do with them but uh, what's your name for everyone who might be listening Huey Lewis okay and are you here with the news yes uh-huh. I'm here with the news I can't see them I certainly am I don't have any news but <laughs> I'm here with them <laughs> they're with us but I don't have any I tell you what you're on, looking then. fan fucking tastic today thanks so are you that's a very kind thing to say i'll I'll reciprocate okay well i was hoping for that but (laughs) (laughs) i needed a little boost after a tough day and i thought i'll pretend breath's looking all right and he might say i am (laughs) right so you just did it just so that i would say you look good yes but now that i've actually looked at you because i wasn't Uh really paying much attention before you do look Uh very good i can see You've had a haircut? I had a haircut last week as well. You just obviously didn't You were notice. more in the dark last week. Nah. And you're totally clean shaven. Uh, well, from the neck up. Awful, what else has been going stuff. on this week? I wanted to talk about Clive Tilsley's uh Oh yeah, go on then. Appearance. Yeah, you can. Have you go seen it? Uh, I did see it, yes. I, was, uh, I saw that... Clive Tilsey was trending. I didn't know what for, and then <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> and then I was just looking at. The, I looked at the video, and then obviously, you know, realised what it was about because he he laid it all out, didn't he? It's pretty, he laid it all out. Very bizarre. So Clive Tilsley, ITV football's main commentator, mm-hmm. has had some very bad news this week, in his opinion, and thought that he should make a little video of himself to explain the situation, yeah. and also point out his, his unhappiness at what's happened to him in ITV football. So I missed yeah. the very beginning of the video. I know I could have rewound it because I was watching it on the internet, but right. I kind of like didn't concentrate for the first bit. Mm-hmm. So he's been sacked, right? So he's going, 
Um, you know, I don't know why they've done this. I'd uh-huh. like to point out I'm still fit and able and want to work. Yeah. Uh, there's no health problems. I still intend to do it. I think I'm very good at what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to keep doing it for ITV, but they've made a decision that they don't want me doing it anymore. And because of that, I felt I need to get this message out there. Look, I'm not, I know there's people in much worse positions than me. He called himself <laughs> a lucky boy. I like that. A lucky boy, yeah. I remember <laughs> um, that bit, yeah. So I thought, oh, well, they've sacked him and they must have said, they must have put a statement out saying it's because he's just like, he's decided to leave or we've agreed he's left or whatever. But uh-huh. no. They haven't no, sacked they, him. They've just brought uh-huh. another commentator in, and he's they've, filmed they've the just video. Replaced him. Yeah, but they've, he's still got a job. He's number. Yeah, he's, he's still commentator. He's number two. He's well, number what two difference does that make? Uh, well, it's an easier job for a start. Put it that way. It is an easier <laughs> job. He, he had say, he paid the same amount, won't he? But ITV don't have that many football live football matches. Do they? they don't have the Champions League. The only thing they have is the so England matches. Games. Yeah. Yeah, so really, he has been pretty much that. And to make matters worse, right, he's been replaced by Sam Matterface. Well, I don't know who that is. He's a dickhead. Other than he's I know, a dick. All right, I don't know that. <laughs> I know he's, his name's funny. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about him. Who is he? <laughs> describe him to me. I can't describe him. Well, where would I know he used him to from? Be, he used to uh, be on Sky Sports News, I think. And then he worked as a is commentator a for chap? Talk Sport. No, he's not blonde, I don't think. But he's a useless commentator. Absolutely useless. And Clive tells he's... He's good, Clive tells he. It broke you know? up a bit there. I thought you were going to say he's a useless cunt because it stopped, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't go, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. He's just not a very good I'm commentator. I'm going to Google his Sam Matterface's face. Right. Is it full of matter? means nothing to us, this guy. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. He's, he's just not a very good commentator. Oh, he's married to Natalie Sawyer. That, I think Sky that's the Sky Sports, Sports News. She's the best of thing. the Sky Sports ladies, isn't she? Is, is that the one with the dark hair? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's just not very good. I, well, that, that's my personal opinion well, anyway. So the reason I, mean? I kind of looked at it was because I saw Richard Keyes, who we were talking uh-huh. about last week, had yeah. written a blog about it, about Tilsley. Had he? Have you not, did you not see that? He, right, no. I'm just going to read Richard Keyes' book about it. I thought it was a little bit weird from Clive Tilsley to do it, to put a statement out and make a video. It looked like he was a hostage give, telling his family <laughs> at home they were looking after him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, so I thought it was a bit weird from his point of view. Obviously, yeah. he's annoyed, but he hasn't been uh-huh. sacked. So, no. I mean, I, I would have, if I was his boss, I would sack him mm-hmm. now for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's just made a massive deal of what's happened when they uh-huh. haven't actually sacked him. But anyway, just for a minute, I thought something really serious had happened. There was my mate Clive Tilsley sitting at what looked like his breakfast table with a glorious backdrop of green grass and fir trees full of emotion. What was he about to tell us? Was somebody in the family a COVID victim? I mean, come on. <laughs> that would have been thick any... Did he have a terminal illness? All right, Richard, fucking hell. <laughs> God. No. Jesus Christ. It was worse than that. He was being Worse replaced, than all that. Being replaced at ITV's lead commentator. Not sacked, replaced. Kept on as number two. A job he's previously had. 
Well, for a start, nobody wants to move up from a job and then be told they're going back down again to the. So, <laughs> Richard, all right, Richard, you're going to be off the Premier League football now, and we want you to go on. Qatar's breakfast TV and present that. He's not going to be happy with that, is he? So no. leave it, like, leave, give Clive that. This is like moving an important piece on the chessboard, not having it taken, just moving it. You're still on the board, Clive. I've known Clove since we were both babies. Clove? <laughs> Clove and Clove, yeah. Clove? <laughs> yep. It's just Why? good that he gets his name wrong in the bit where he's talking about how long he's known him. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up together at Radio City in mm. Liverpool. He was a brilliant operator. He was the best. Better than anything National Radio had at the time, and he knew it. Although it didn't help that he told the bosses at the BBC that his grandmother was a better commentator than they had, and that was at a job interview. He returned from London to a Birkenhead pub for drinks with me and Bob Paisley. Bob right. Paisley. Well, Bob Paisley then. <laughs> Just drop that in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he never replied to Radio Sport again. But I repeat, he was good. Very good. He's always the first to show if you've got a problem. Although I haven't heard from him in the past five years. <laughs> <laughs> That's how oh, I know. Well, he wants I to distance be... <laughs> himself from you, doesn't he? Obviously. I think he's not your mate anymore, Richard. No. <laughs> um, anyway, I have to say, I'm chuffed nope. a bit for Sam Matterface. <laughs> <laughs> what the, why do people feel like they need to put that aura in at shit that's going on I mean and why do people why does Clive does he think that this video is a good idea it's a terrible idea isn't it? it it's the way of, it's the I, way of the world if I got moved aside or demoted or did a different yeah. job and they were actually poor we don't want you to do that anymore but what do you do this still important uh -huh. but it's not that what you were doing and I decided to go on Instagram and go, well, guys, the uh, bosses have decided to make this. I'm very disappointed with it. I didn't want to do it. It's not my decision. For a uh -huh. start, who gives a fuck? And exactly. Go, oh, that, that's not going to fix it. You know what I mean? No, it's not going to make any difference whatsoever. It's, it's just all about his hubris, I think, isn't it? That's yeah. what it is. Uh, he that's goes why he's on, done it. He goes on. He says... At B in Sports, we're looking to have Peter Jury and Andy Townsend to listen to. Without question, this pair are now the unrivaled kings of the mic. The best in the business. What a bunch of pricks, a lot of them. That's all, that's that's all what I, I thought. I just thought like nobody's coming out of this well. Richard nah. Keyes is just a walk. They all just look like complete arseholes. That's what they look like, don't they, really? I mean, to, to make videos and stuff like that, well, I just don't get it, mate. I just don't get it. It's not for me. They're all pricks. Get on with it. I don't Sam like commentators. isn't very good, but, well, he's crap, actually. I can understand, in a way, Clive Tosley being upset about being replaced. But they make videos and put it on fucking Twitter. Yeah, I know, exactly. I don't really like yeah, any commentators, to be honest, or cool commentators. Do you know? I was watching a game the other day, and apparently it was Steve McManaman co-commentating mm -hmm. co on it. What right. a fucking knobhead. What an absolute <laughs> twat. Like, yeah. It was ridiculous. So why is he commentating on a, on a Liverpool game? Like, why? Mm -hmm. it's, it's ridiculous to have him commentating on a Liverpool game. He offered absolutely no insight. And mm -hmm. he was obviously really biased. And he just kept going, oh, he's a good lad. He'll be yeah. disappointed with that. He's a good lad. Like, mm -hmm. all right, fuck, oh, great. Well, you might as well go, great sense of humour. <laughs> like, we'll get the, it. the worst one the worst one is Jermaine Genus I don't think he's ever seen 
a game of football in his life, Jermaine Genus. He's a complete idiot. Yeah, he is. I can't stand him. Did I tell you I watched, I had the misfortune of watching Football Focus a couple of weeks ago. Right. Obviously, before the football started, so there was not really Uh anything to talk about. 20 minutes of Jermaine Genus talking about trying to be vegan. Go to different <laughs> vegan restaurants and like go. Yeah. Oh, actually, to be honest, yeah, this right? is all right, isn't it? If if well, he's yeah. on, I just I just switch it off. Yeah, I mean he's dull. I had Definitely. a question for you. Can remember what it was? I had a question that was, Brett. Mm. When you were a youngster, have you ever mm. found an electrical item that you thought might be worth something or worth taking back to your uh-huh. home? It's a good a question. <laughs> it's a good question that cliff yeah and uh actually i, I have found something okay, of that's that need that's lucky <laughs> sure right uh, this is really i mean you're gonna yeah you've asked it like it's a question but really it's come from uh facebook and brian yeah. heslop saying remember when we did this <laughs> so yes i do remember what happened was we we're going swimming um and we lived about a mile, I would say, away from the leisure centre where the swimming pool was. Yeah. As we're walking to, to the leisure centre at the swimming pool, you walk through like fields and stuff like that. And in the fields, we found a television, right? A telly. And this was a massive, huge telly. I mean, this would have been 1992, 93. So we talked before how big tellies and stuff like that were then. They're huge, aren't they? Massive things. Big but bucks. it looked brand new, the only <laughs> big bucks exactly, and it was it, it looked pretty heavy. So what we did was the only thing it, it didn't have was a plug, right? But we'll go on swimming, so it says we'll go swimming and or, come back or, and if or it's a still wall here to plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. So we'll go on swimming, went swimming, came back, and it was still there. So we thought, right, we'll carry it home, right? It took what ages and ages and ages to carry this thing home because it was bastard. Mm-hmm. heavy you know mm-hmm. what i mean so we carried it home anyway scraping it along the ground sometimes and stuff like that <laughs> um and i managed to convince the, the lads that i was with i was with brian heslop and a lad called fennec dodsworth as well yeah i remember uh, that guy. Hez, yeah hezzy's house was closer right but i managed to convince them to take it to mine instead so we took it into mine and i says to me mom look what we found we found a telly right i mean it was brand new it's still you know them like sticker things on it on the buttons and stuff, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Those yeah. were still on. So someone must have nicked it and just chucked it. Do you know Did what you I mean? Did you think that field. at the time? Well, people used to do all kinds of stuff in Temple Park fields. Yep. <laughs> I mean, there, there was there's like all kinds of treasures in there, burnt out cars, you, you name it, there's stuff in there. There was like a bike track at the back of it, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Like a uh-huh. dirt bike track kind of thing. I never ventured mm-hmm. that into that because that was... Did you not? Too... I've I've seen it, you know. Too I mean, dangerous. That was like because yeah. I lived the other side of Temple Park, didn't I? So my walk, yeah, you did. I. A uh-huh. very dangerous estate to get there. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I got to the entrance of the, the beginning of the fields for Temple Park, that was like uh-huh. kind of like, all right, I'm safe now. There's no way I'm going to go yeah. the other side and go into the bike <laughs> pit where it's probably no shit going on. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we used to not around you know, quite often there and stuff and the things that you'd find in there, I mean, it was crazy. So uh, by this sign, as I've, uh, while getting the telly into me mom's house, there's like all the kids in the street around, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a lad by the name of uh, Anthony Shepard, who was a, 
a bit of a legend in White Lee's. He, what he said, he said, even if the telly doesn't work, I demand the giant magnet out of the television, right? <laughs> so <laughs> he I said, that that guy. He, yeah, he's, he's brilliant. There's quite a few stories I could tell about him, but there you yeah. go. Yeah, so anyway, we'll, t- we'll take it into the house. And as kids, you know, were waiting for me, me mom to mom and dad fits the the sort of plug to the, the television and stuff like that. Um, and I'll go away because everybody else is waiting outside. And it works, right? The telly works. So your right? dad had to put a plug on it? <laughs> yeah. But, right, what me mom and dad said was is, tell them it doesn't work, right? <laughs> because we'll keep it. We'll keep the television and you can have the the one that's in the sitting room at the moment for your bedroom, right? And what they say is we'll take the fuse out of the plug and we'll get them all in, show them that it isn't working, <laughs> right? But we'll keep it. <laughs> so I goes outside and I says, look, lads, it's, it's not working. Uh, Anthony Shepard's obviously demanding this magnet. Can I just smash the... T- <laughs> Gotta <laughs> smash the television just for this magnet. It's not going to happen, right? It's too dangerous. So we get them all in. They've took the fuse out the plug, so it, it, it doesn't work. So they're all happy. Oh, it doesn't work. Nice try, lads. Do you know what I mean? So we've kept this television. What's Hezzy right? say at this point? Fantastic. Uh, ho- hold on. Hezzy does not know to this day that the television works. <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> no. This happens, right? The television, it lasts for years. A couple of months after this, a couple of months go by, and I've forgotten about this, really. I mean, do you know what I mean? Hezzy knocks on us, right? Oh, three months down the line, knocks on us. Oh, to go to school or whatever. I says, well, come on in, you know. Put the telly on if you want. Just watch the telly a bit for a bit, forgetting, obviously, that this is the, <laughs> this is the fucking telly that we've just dragged a mile. I've told them that it didn't work, but it does actually work. It's still got tiny little scrapes on the bottom of the, the telly and stuff like that when we're dragging it across the road. And he, he, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't realise, didn't notice, he sat watching it. <laughs> so Ryan, this day, I know you're listening, come on. I know you're a clever uh, lad. You, you... <laughs> You should have demanded it for six months of the year at this point. Well, he, but the thing is, he didn't know it worked. He didn't know it was the same t- telly. He just believed us. So we had that telly for about two years that we found worked absolutely fine. Well, that's funny. And Hezzy to this day. Like so, so I'm sorry about that, Hezzy. I'll owe you, I'll owe you a pint well. next time I see you. For. He did bring it up. He, he it did up. bring it up. Oh, do you remember when we found he that did. broken telly on the top of the fields? <laughs> and you were saying, oh, you're he... not going to like this story. And I thought, oh, shit, has he forgot? Like, he did something really bad and he's forgotten about no. it. It's going to paint him no. in a bad light. No. No, it was us. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was me and the family. We're, we're the ones in the bad light, for sure. Anyway. Cliff, do you, like, do, you, do you like Bush? <laughs> no, I don't either. <laughs> Mediocre 90s band, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Also, a mediocre 90s name for funny, which is still the best term for it. <laughs> it is. It is. Definitely. So you're not a fan of Bush. I think it's like when you see, um, do you want to go out for some posh nosh? And I was like, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> like it's, oh, it's definitely the worst yeah. like term for blowjob. But <laughs> I, don't know. I quite, yeah, yeah, probably is actually. We couldn't, What's your favorite? Term for that sexual I act. Save a lot of them on here because we're 
Sexual act. What's your favorite term for Is the sexual you call it? act of fellatio? Oh, I would I, 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 I just thought you. I just thought you shouted out "sexual act." Sexual act. <laughs> yeah, because you, you broke up a little bit. there. And I shout it in a German accent as well? I'm quite camp. Go on then. Do David Falker. <laughs> Who was the? What did I do last week that you said it was camp? I can't remember. Uh, use this as a piece of meat, or someone like that was. <laughs> Tenderizes. Tenderizes. I'm trying to think of what sucked off. Sucked off. That's your favourite. That's a bit grubby, isn't it? It's a bit grubby. <laughs> well, what's your favourite? Probably pipe off. Pipe off. What are you on about pipe off? <laughs> I've never heard pipe off before. You've just made that up, haven't you? <laughs> anyway, that's took it into the gutter, hasn't it? Oh, talking about the gutter, what we're here to talk about this week, Brent? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're talking about uh, you know, we're talking about a film called The Greasy Stranger this week, Uncle Cliff. Strangler. Which, uh, oh shit! I. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is the Greasy Stranger. See, I've even forgot the title of the goddamn thing. <laughs> I'm not. So uh, it was a film it, it made in 2016. It's a comedy, comedy, apparently. Um. By Jim Hoskin. Yeah, he's so, a British guy, him. He is, and uh, I can see, I can see why. So you've picked this one because I mean, the produ- it's produced by Elijah Wood, isn't it? And mm-hmm. and Ben Wheatley as well. Yeah. Um, who's I like Ben Wheatley, me. Yeah, I interviewed him once. I like his films. Have you? Yeah, I interviewed him about that. Um, what's the one that's just a big shootout for like ninety minutes in a warehouse? That one. Oh yeah, Free Fire. Free Fire, yeah. Yeah, that's it's quite good. good. Yeah. We didn't uh-huh. really like High Rise. No, that's the only one I didn't like. I like the the one where they're taking the mushrooms so. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah. So I mean these are these are quite, you know, Hollywood guys and stuff like that. So I can understand why why you've picked this one. It's still someone called Michael St. Michaels. Yeah, great name. Yeah, he, he plays a uh, big Ronnie. And do you know what Michael St. Michael's is famous for? I do now, but go on. <laughs> he's, he's, he's famous for cutting hair. He's, uh, he cut the hair of the, the elite, I read. <laughs> Which is great. Oh, we're back, in, the elite. Oh, back in the Illuminati fucking... <laughs> uh-huh. So, I mean, goodness. Was Apparently he was a high-flying, part- jet-setting, 1970s hairdresser to the stars. And he yeah. still obviously looks the same now. <laughs> he, he does, huh? Aye. So that that's what he is famous for. I think this was his main, like, his first starring role or whatever. Somebody called Sky Elbar. He's called Big Bryden. Everybody's um, called Big Something. Big Summon, aye. And Elizabeth Durazzo, who's Janet. Yeah. Who's never got a clothes on in this film. <laughs> no. It's for, <laughs> it's a shame. Um, <laughs> 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 and there's a so few yeah, it's, a I mean, strange one. it's mostly them three isn't it there's a few of the bit part pieces so yeah. for a bit of background why I picked it I'd, I'd heard of it and I'd, yeah. re- and I'd read and seen things about it's a cult classic and, and I, mm-hmm. I can't really remember anything about it but the name just rang a bell and I turned yeah. the telly on and checked what new additions to the uh, the film on demand thing was and this was on it and I was like Greasy Strangler mm-hmm. I've heard of that it's meant to be really cool. It's meant to be cult. 
kind of thing that I think we would talk about on the podcast. It's the kind of thing that I think a lot of our Twitter followers would be interested in. Uh, uh-huh. I'm all about those retweets, so I thought we'd go for that. Um, but no, <laughs> I genuinely thought we've got a lot of followers who like kind of oddball kind of cult horror films. So I've yeah. heard of it. It's meant to be good. Might work for our audience. Mm-hmm. Let's try it. So I put yeah. it on last Friday mm-hmm. morning while I was uh, looking after the baby. <laughs> 7 a.m. <laughs> um, bad move. Very bad move. Thankfully, she went to sleep very quickly and didn't have to witness any of it. Good. Or I might be taken to the social services for what follows. Yes, <laughs> um, I think you might be. No, she fell it. asleep, so she didn't see it. The uh, other thing as well, though, is it's got quite good reviews. I mean, in, in Empire and stuff like that, yeah. it's, it's got really good reviews. And I can reviews. see why. I can see mm-hmm. why it's like got good reviews and people go for it. Partly mm-hmm. because I think people and critics are pretentious. Um, yeah. And partly I do think there's merit to it. Uh-huh. But it's definitely one that's worth discussing. Although yeah. I don't think we'll go into it in massive detail because I think you liked it. <laughs> Far less than I did. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay, and there's things that I liked about it, and things that I didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's. I'm glad we picked it, but I'm definitely yeah, not yeah. really recommending. I mean, no. Let's face it: the majority of people mm-hmm. would not like even five minutes of this film. That I would. I would say that that's true. It's definitely I mean, true. It's the definition of cult, isn't I it? I mean. It, well, it's a definition of oddball, isn't it? So I mean, it's just so it, it's immensely weird. Yeah, That's and on purpose and over the top weird. Like, yeah, it's not just uh-huh. a weird storyline and weird characters. It's like so over the top uh-huh. weird in terms of the way they talk to each other, the way the camera is, the clothes they wear, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Not mentioned in the film. So if you just said the plot. Right. We could make a fairly straightforward kind of horror slasher film out of this. There's a killer <laughs> called the Greasy Strangler. Let's yep. go into why he's greasy after that. But he's a serial killer, kills mm-hmm. people. Um, and actually, it's this guy who he's a, just an old fella. And by night, he's a serial killer on the loose. He lives with his son, who's a bit of a loser. Um, yeah. His son meets a girl. The dad wants to steal the girl off him because he's a bad dad. And then the son and the dad have a bit of a battle over the girl. And in yep. the end, they both, well, they kill her because the dad's the killer. The son gets on board. They kill the girl. Uh-huh. And then they both get on after that. Uh, yeah. Not an amazing premise for a film. It's, it, I mean, it's not, it, it's, it's, uh, it's very thin, isn't it? I mean, you've, you've, you've basically strangler. covered it there. He's called because, the Greasy Strangler. Yeah. Because. He covers himself in grease and he likes all of his food to be just doused in grease. And that's it. For yep. Somebody will get something out of doing it. If somebody's got a creative urge and they create something out of it, that's artistic. And mm-hmm. somebody somewhere will get something out of it, whether it's a million people and it's a really popular thing or whether it's 10 people and it means something to them. Somebody will get something out of it. People will get yep. different things out of it. Uh-huh. This director and the writer and stuff like that of this film, obviously, consciously have gone, we're going to make, it's, I mean, it's a grotesquery, isn't it? It's so grotesque. Everything's mm-hmm. exaggerated into a grotesque way. There's yeah. so much nudity, but yeah. the nudity is unconventional. 
it's not sexual mm-hmm. even. It's like kind no. of disgusting. And it's not disgusting uh-huh. because they're out of shape, although compared to normal films, that would be considered disgusting. Yeah. So, okay, I, I get d- why he's flipped that. I, I get that. Yeah. I, I didn't find the nudity particularly disgusting. I didn't find that. The, the, the food bits and stuff yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, they are. That, the, yeah, that's, that's the, the stuff that I've I kind of found uh, off-putting. I mean, there's disgusting. so much nudity. They're naked pretty much all the time, or they're just in underpants yeah. most of the time. And they wear, they uh-huh. wear terrible clothes. Yeah. They wear terrible underpants, and they're almost always just in underwear or, or naked. Yeah. Um, it's just grotesque. Not Their mm-hmm. bodies aren't grotesque, but they're not the norm of what you would expect. No. In, a, in a Hollywood film, which obviously isn't a conventional Hollywood film, yeah. the overweight or uh-huh. you know or whatever, and also then the t- two guys, Big Ronnie and Big, whatever he's called, Brighton, uh, Brighton, uh, yeah. often they're naked and you can see their cocks, but mm-hmm. I mean they're ridiculously grotesque as well. The dad uh-huh. has got a massive pointy cock that's often red raw. And it's obviously yeah. not real. It's huge. No, no, it's, 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 pointy. it's definitely not real. <laughs> and the yeah. sun has got the same shape penis, but it's mm-hmm. very tiny and very red mm-hmm. raw. There's an awful scene where he's having phone sex. And yeah. he's, that's the first time you see his really tiny, pointy red penis. And <laughs> I don't know, like, there was times and, during the film where I kind of laughed. There was times mm-hmm. when I thought, actually, I quite like that. And there was time as it got towards the last half hour, I was like, I yeah, mean, this is just it, it, and the girl as well. She's got like a, a sort of a massive bush. Is that yeah, like they've the all color? got huge, uh, like pubic hair and all that. Do you know what it is? It's like a five-year-old kid's wrote this film. <laughs> That's what it is like. I'm and sorry, on the pictures. It. Yeah, it, it's come out the mind of a five-year-old this this film it's just that's all it is i mean it it's if you want to watch something of a similar type which is a lot funnier and you know has similar type of uh humor and stuff like that watch bottom do you know what bottom. i mean <laughs> watch bottom it's much better <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean it's funnier for I you was I... there anything anything that you got out of this that you enjoyed or like uh, if i'm if i'm being American? honest i didn't I didn't get anything that I enjoyed out, out of this film at all. I did not like it at all. I hated it. I hated the music. It was like you were in a, an awful nightmare in a Commodore 64 game or something. Yeah, you know so I mean? it's like the, we often talk about like the synthwave music and stuff and uh, that kind yeah, of Yeah, but this retro. is just annoying. Yeah, this so is this annoying. Is like, it's deliberately annoying that, as yeah, well. Yeah, they've taken that and then made it like a, a version of that that is piercing and... Like mm-hmm. you just want it to stop, which I guess is what you thought about the film as a whole. <laughs> which exactly? <laughs> why make a film that you want to stop? But I think that's the point. I think that's what he's done. Like I but, think, it, I think. Yeah, I know, but I see what you're getting at. I see where you where you, you're going, and what what you're getting at with that. But it mean I enjoyed ultimately, it. you're still making a film that you, you you're making it deliberately to annoy people. So I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I mean, He's not I, Mr. Rogers, various, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, at various points, I did. I, I thought, oh fuck this! I'm going to switch this off. There was no horror in it. No, it's not even scary. I is mean, it? the old guy basically what he does. It's not scary. No. All, what he does is he covers himself in grease and then goes out on the rampage and sort of strangles people. Sometimes he strangles people at the start, 
he punches this guy in the face and his face just collapses yeah. in, so that's which the is the thing. one good thing. Like, <laughs> you've asked us to pick up one good thing about the film and the, the special effects at times were, were good. Yeah, those effects them. are good. Very old school and very kind of 1980s kind of yeah. cartoonish. Yeah, and I, I quite yeah. like that about it. Like that, but he punches him in the face. His face, his face kind of goes in his face, and his face yeah. collapses in on itself. There's uh-huh. another point where he's uh, he's strangling. Uh, so there are a few bits that I liked. Yeah. Um, the dialogue between the characters is so over the top. I didn't really like it. I, I got what mm-hmm. was going on, but it's all repetition. Bullshit yeah. artist. You bullshit artist. You bullshit yeah. artist. You bullshit artist. That, I mean, uh-huh. for like. For ages, I get it, but yeah. I didn't enjoy it. But mm-hmm. I understand what was happening there. Mm-hmm. I loved some. I think I liked all of the setups of the disco scene. So what we should say is, Big Ronnie in his day job, mm-hmm. he yeah. does a disco tour. He's meant to have been a previous disco DJ extraordinaire back in uh-huh. the days, but it all sounds like he wasn't really. He's making all that shit up, and yeah. now he does disco tours of where they live. Which is it, Philly, where they live? Oh, Boston, Boston. Right. Um, I'm not sure. And he's taking terrible like losers on a tour and pretending that these dilapidated buildings are sites of where great works of art were made. And yeah, there's every one of those. I think there's only three of them in the film. But the beginning of those shots, I absolutely love the shot. Like it's it's static for ages. A pink building that's quite interesting from a wide shot. And then the guys uh-huh. walk in it. I, I love that mm-hmm. shot. And I think that's really clever and cool. I like the styling of it and the color of it. So I like mm-hmm. that. I quite like those disco bits where he says to those guys, the first one, he says, um, uh, so this, you see that doorway? This is where the Bee Gees came up with uh, staying alive. And yeah. there's a, a guy on the tour who goes, but what do you mean by came up with? And he's then it ends up with this. He d- they didn't write it in that house, basically. Is this no, thing. And I thought no. that was quite funny. And then yeah. the next one where he goes, "Oh, you have you ever heard of the earth, the wind, and the fire?" I thought that yeah. was just a funny way to say that. But I mean, I, I, I did smile at that bit. I, I must admit, the earth, um, the wind, and the fire. I did but, smile at that bit. But like, that was the one bit. What do you think about that bit where he's got his disco gear on? And it's got mm-hmm. a see-through crotch so you can see his horrible penis when he's dancing. And uh, yeah. you have that walk home that's like Billy Jean. Um, <laughs> he's talking about Michael Jackson before that. And then there's just like a, a minute where he's like walking along a street and there's a spotlight on him and he's doing Billy uh-huh. what effectively in Michael Jackson does with some amazing dancing. Yeah. With really terrible dancing. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think, I, I think, you know, the way the film looked, I don't think there was anything wrong with the, the way the film looked. Yeah, I, I think, think it, I'd it, agree. It looked fine. I mean, there was one or two bits that made us smile. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, the, the two bits that you've just talked about. But I, I'm struggling after that, to be honest. There's, there's nothing clever about well, it. I mean, the guy, the director, Jim Hoskin, he's obviously, he's got a fucking Elijah Wood in. And Ben Wheatley to produce mm-hmm. and finance his film and stuff. There's got to be something in there that these people see. He's obviously not yeah. daft. He's made no, no, a I film that he so. wants to make. He's not made this by yeah. accident. It's obviously everything in it's mm-hmm. on purpose. Yeah. Um, but what like I'm saying is, it's not. 
it's not for me. I, I don't find any of that funny. I agree. I, agree. I don't think it's. I don't think it's scary because it wasn't. So I just didn't get anything out of watching it this film at all. I just didn't didn't get it. Fair enough. Not for me. I'm afraid. I think there's this two one. more things that I really. That, like you say, I didn't laugh out loud at any of it, and you know I've uh-huh. said before, I'm a bit of a scaredy cat when it comes to horrors. I wasn't. This yeah. is not remotely scary, mm-hmm. and for me, it's not laugh out loud funny. There's uh-huh. a few bits that I smirked that that I thought were quite cute. I look, I mm-hmm. did like a lot of how it looked. Um, uh, the other two bits were that guy that they kill who's for some re- he's got a pig's a fake pig's nose on called Oinka. Uh-huh. And yeah. I like the bit where they were like, oh, nice shoes. And he's got these like really <laughs> kind of weird little loafers on. I, like, it's just, it's kind of some surreal little bits like that that I thought were funny. That's not part of the uh-huh. story or whatever. I just thought mm-hmm. that bit where they were, everybody was like, oh, amazing shoes. And he's got these like kind of really weird, bad loafers on. That tickled mm-hmm. us. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, some of the ways when they killed, the eyes were popping out and stuff like that, I quite liked. Yeah. Um, there's um, one bit at, at the end as well where the, um, he, he's pretending to be a policeman because um, his son rings the police. That was, the, that was the other bit, yeah. Yeah, and he's got these like long nails on and he looks exactly like John Carpenter, obviously yeah. not you know, with the, the sort of nails. But uh, yeah, yeah that, that, that sort of amused I quite like slightly. that bit because the, the son works out that his dad's the killer, rings the uh-huh. police. The dad then gets dressed up in a disguise to come and pretend to be the policeman and warn him off the case and say, no, it's yeah. not worth doing. And he's obviously, again, dressed in a really grotesque way. He looks mm-hmm. exactly the same, apart from he's got a brace on and a little mustache and really, really long nails. <laughs> Even uh-huh. when he gets in, he's picking the grease up off the floor and like rubbing it on his face. It's, I yeah. mean, it's ridiculous. The whole film's ridiculous, but it's really ridiculous that there's stupid loser son at this point doesn't uh-huh. know it's the dad <laughs> I mean, it, well it is i know that's obviously part of it but it's yeah it's just too ridiculous and he's talking uh-huh. in a germanic accent and there's just this bit for ages where he goes like uh do not follow this case or whatever i've forgotten what it is but he just keeps repeating the same line over yeah. and over and over and over again i quite uh-huh. liked his get up and that he was trying to get away with this um mm-hmm. But I thought it was stupid that he did that he did get away with it. Um, and yeah. to be honest, I didn't understand the end at all. <laughs> no, I didn't understand the end at all. I mean, there was another bit as well where this uh, girl Janet is going out with the son, um, and then after the bit that you see, whether disco dancing or whatever, suddenly goes out with with the dad. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Just just like that. It doesn't. It, it's just like it flips. It doesn't make any sense. And then at the end, what happens is he, the son, gets into this big sort of grease thing, this big sort of tin of grease, mm-hmm. and he becomes the strangler as well, as if the grease is making them <laughs> yeah. out and strangle people. And yeah. he kills Janet in the end, doesn't he? Yeah. So the, he pops the, her the eyes dad out doesn't do it. And the dad and yeah. him have a, an eye each while they watch whatever film they're at at the cinema. And yeah. then after that, I don't know. They have some bonding moments. They get killed by themselves or hunters. The heads explode. Yeah, they, then mm-hmm. they go and take on a big creature that you don't see. Like it is, didn't co- get it is it's completely insane. I didn't get. I didn't get most of it. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I just. I didn't get most of it. It was way over my head. But uh, I, I mean, it's it, over your head. It's because it's not highfalutin, is it? It's not pretentious. It's not. 
pretentious in that way. Well, it was a bit pretentious. <laughs> I don't. What I mean is, it's it not bit, pretentious it, it in the way that it's too pretentious. It's not too clever for you to understand, is it? No, no, no. The no, point no. is, it's I, really dumbed down. So you're looking yeah, for stuff in but, it that you that you think, "What am I missing but, here?" But you're not missing. Yeah, anything. but you're looking exactly. You're looking for stuff that isn't there. What it was like, it, it was almost like a, a really terrifying episode of the Rugrats. Um, one of the good reviews, I think, was was by your man James Franco. Who, said, who really enjoyed it. So. Well, I mean, if I'd read that before, I wouldn't have suggested <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk uh, about he's... fucking idiots who try to be pretentious. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, we did a quiz about YouTube where I picked five songs, five massive songs, and uh-huh. read you comments. I comment underneath each of those songs uh, yep. and asked you to choose what song it was, and it was impossible. Mm-hmm. So it was impossible. We've moved, I've moved the goalposts a little bit. It's the same idea, right. the same uh-huh. format of the quiz, uh-huh. but instead yeah. of songs, I've gone for speeches by dictators or political leaders. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Good. So yeah. I picked five big names on the after dinner speech circuit. I'm going to answer these, uh, Cliff, by the way. Without any irony whatsoever, I'm gonna okay. answer them right as if uh, the, still... your description describes the person because okay. that's I the still... only way to do it. Well, I'm I mean, not gonna win. I think there's only one where you could maybe two that you could guess, uh, right. who the person is, and it would be uh-huh. a, it would be fucking a hole in one if you manage that. Um, so anyway, right. right, I'm going to tell you the quote. This comment, sorry, you're going to tell me who it's about. Yeah. N- numero uno, not that is not a clue. Number one, <laughs> I like how he leans forward to speak. Not many people do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the description. That's what somebody has picked out of this guy's like. Massive so, fucking rousing <laughs> speech that is like defined a generation for his country and whatever. Oh, he leaned forward a bit then. Do that, really. <laughs> not many people <laughs> lean forward when they speak, do they not? I do it all the time, eh? All the time. The Michael Jackson. Uh, that did, is he? a hard one. That that is a, a a very difficult one, isn't it? Who could I pick? Would you like a clue? I would like I would like a clue if you don't mind, because I think over the course. Of of the well, leader's speeches, quite a few have leaned forward because <laughs> they're getting a point across. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to be like leaning back in a chair, trying to rouse the country into fucking war or whatever, are they? Um, anyway, yeah, that would that would be Donald Trump, wouldn't it? He'll he be just leaning back with his. He sounds like one of your heroes. He sounds like one of my heroes. Yeah. Um. Come on. I don't know. I've got no idea. Could it be JFK? Who does he sound like? I don't know. He sounds like himself, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) It's Vladimir Lenin, Soviet Union Premier. Right. Famous for leaning forward in his speeches. Yeah. I should have got that because I named my son after him. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> no, but if you, I mean, they think it's the fucking Beatles guy. They think guy. it's John Lennon. No, it's the, it's the Bolshevik communist guy. <laughs> okay. So I didn't get that one. That was rubbish, wasn't it? Number two. Oh, you've got a red book. Like you're a communist. Yeah, well. And it's know. little. A little yeah. red book. Um, number two. I mean, they're all of the same ilk. Mm-hmm. Here's your quote. Better English and Harry Kane anyway. What? Say that again. He's got better he's English be- than Harry Kane. He's got better English than Harry Kane. Yeah. Um, Presumably, this man is an Arsenal supporter. But also watching the speeches of this fascist. <laughs> also, you've got, so he's a fascist? He is a fascist. Oh, is it Goebbels? No, it's your friend and mine. Former Prime Minister of Italy, Benito Mussolini. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he was a nutcase, wasn't he? Notch English. <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious one, actually. He's victorious in death. The empire still lives in disgrace. Ooh. This is like a riddle, isn't it? I was going for the worst of the worst there. Well, my get under the worst of the worst. Who do you mean? Right. Pol Pot? <laughs> well, I, I, I think Hitler's the worst of the worst, isn't he? Well, who knows? We'll get on to, maybe we'll get on to him. Maybe, maybe Napoleon. He, people don't like him, do they? Sent all them French people to Russia to freeze and that. <laughs> Not good for him. <laughs> the French people didn't like it, did they? So read it out again, because I've completely forgotten what you said. Okay. He's victorious in death. The empire still lives in disgrace. So this is um, basically unanimously positive comments about this guy. Right. And he's... Oh, it's hard, this. It's harder it's than hard. I thought it was going to... It's impossible, isn't it? It really is. Um, Churchill is the guess. No, I know that people don't like it's him anymore. Ernesto Che Guevara. Oh, right. Favourite of yeah. the students. <laughs> Favourite of the students and the t-shirts, Ellis. <laughs> yeah. The poster <laughs> makers. Um, <laughs> right. So, here we go. Mm-hmm. Number four. This is why boys aren't allowed to go to art school anymore. <laughs> but boys are allowed to go to art school. Well, I know. I mean, it's factually incorrect comment. But... <laughs> Um, well, give us a clue because that's that, these are incredibly difficult, cryptic, um, difficult. I'm trying to work out leaders who I'll give have you something to do with art, but they're give... always Nazis. Well, there you go, that's your clue. I'll here's your clue. I actually couldn't find any comments under the videos of this guy because they're not allowed. <laughs> so, this is actually <laughs> a comment on a clip of an actor playing this guy quite a famous one <laughs> right so, so the the only the only people are the only leaders that are tribute to art are the nazis because they nicked all the art didn't they they, they stole it all mm-hmm. um so uh, um i'll go for herman goering no it's the main man he's boss it was Hitler. Yeah, Adolf Hitler. There's no YouTube doesn't allow any comments on Hitler's videos. No. So that was basically a comment on the downfall guy. 
It's a good film. Great, great film, by the I, way. It is fantastic. So there you go, that clip that uh, Hitler's parried. Do you, do you know what Hitler's dog was called, Cliff? Is it Eccles? I know no. that's Coronation Street. I'll give you a clue. It's the name of a band as well. Ah, uh, the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> Blondie. Oh, is it? Okay. Blondie, okay. yeah. He loved it. He loved his dog, uh, did Hitler. Didn't like people very much, but he, he liked his dogs. So, <laughs> so I've got uh, two more for you. And Hitler, Hitler was an artist as well, wasn't he? That's Painter. a hint. Hence. Yeah. The quote that I used that I thought might give it away, but no. It, it, it should have done, really. It kind of did. I was on the right path. So, I've got two more for you. Mm-hmm. One. No, should I say five? Um, where is it? Come on. Lost me red book. A great man, regardless of nationality, I don't think he hated Americans. Is it Osama bin Laden? No, it's not, but I like your answer. <laughs> it was your man, Winston Churchill. Was it? Well, he, he, he was half American, Winston Churchill. His mother was American, I think. Okay, I don't know so, a lot about him. I don't know a lot about his personal life. Um, do you not? I've got one more for you. Another mm-hmm. great leader of our time. And here uh-huh. is the, the here's the quote. He was a great match for her. He's been interviewed. He was a great uh-huh. match for her, and she was sharp. R.I.P. Perhaps the greatest of them all. The greatest of them all. Um, I would go Mr. Abraham Lincoln. No, it's George Best being interviewed by Mrs. Merton. Oh, well, that's true, isn't it? Because he was one of the greatest of them all. But you've, you've got us there because George Best never went into politics, did he? <laughs> as much as we would like them to. Yeah, I, I've got the name, Cliff, of the, the worst Christmas song ever made. Would you like to know what the name of the worst Christmas song okay, ever made is? It, it's called Santa Claus Has Got the AIDS This Year. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. By someone called Tiny Tim. Which oh, you, might, Tiny you might Tim. know him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard him before? No. <laughs> when did he record this? He became famous in like the late 60s, I think. He was a big guy. Yeah, he had a really right. high voice. Did a few Beatles mm-hmm. covers and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. This was the 80s, I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. It's not a very I, that good one, That won't be good on Cliff's Christmas playlist 2020, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely not, no. Uh, I've got I've got a little bit of a slogan quiz if you want to do that one. Okay, I've got one more thing I will Go on, then. do after. No, no, do the quiz. Mm-hmm. Your quiz. So uh, this is ill-advised slogans. <laughs> Basically, the more you play with it, the harder it gets. What do you think that is a That's slogan? That's good. For? Whoever's come up with that, it's good. It is, I. What do you think um, it is? Rubik's cube. It's close. It's a uh, for the Sign Sega it. Mega Drive. That one. Ah, that's, oh, good. Sl- that's good. That's good ads. Good ads. Good ads. Good ads. <laughs> um, stand amongst friends. I don't know. Is it for like an orthopedic shoe? It's a it's a slogan for the disability centre. That one. Nah. Nah, I didn't like that one, do you? 
A four-inch tongue can bring a six-foot man to his knees. <laughs> I don't know, is, it an advert? is that an advert for Asda's deli counter? You know, you know when you, you see churches in America and they've got those billboard things on, on the outside of churches? Uh-huh. That, that's what was on. That's what was on a church. <laughs> uh, they can't lick our dick. Ah, is that a, that's a Richard Nixon slogan from his? It comment? is. That's that's right. Well done. You've yes. got it right. Oh, it's the first question anybody's ever got right on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Well done. <laughs> and the last one, I take a sheet in the pool. Oh, I take a sheet on. in the pool. Come on. What do you mean, come on? I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's uh, for sheets, energy strips, whatever they are. <laughs> Put them on for energy, I guess. They're a bit like nicotine patches. You put. Oh, like uh, Robbie Fowler over his nose, that kind of thing. That's, that's, I've never understood about that thing on his nose. What was that meant to do? Apparently it was meant to like pull his nose open a bit so he could breathe a little bit more. But you've got to wonder what with the cocaine goal celebration, whether he's breathing problems or more to do with that. <laughs> the needing a little strip across <laughs> his nose. But also... <laughs> Can you remember when they used to put Vicks on that shirt yeah. as well? I mean, what you try to do, fucking have a good night's sleep. I mean, modern modern day footballers wouldn't entertain imagine, that, would they? Imagine that was the height of like, how will we get an advantage today, lads? Well, I'm going to rub a little bit of Vicks on the front of your shirt. Right. <laughs> bit of hell. Vicks. I know. Shocking. Yeah, what's uh, your star sign? Piskies. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Really? Why? Because you know that they've changed. They <laughs> know that what well, my star signs changed. All star signs changed. The new one. Is there? Yep. Was it? Ophiuchus. So I'm Ophiuchus. No, no, you're not that one. That's the new one. That's just shifted them all along. Well, I don't. I don't get what you're saying. I don't understand. There's now there's the twelve star signs, right? Yeah. Well, the third of the month. Well, Why? Nothing to do with the months, other because didn't go uh, like January the first to the end of the month. No, no, it's not the months, is it? It's not. It's the stars, obviously, because. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's the bloody stars. It's so the, it's what? stupid bloody stars. <laughs> so found they found that some Galo- Galileo feather. What's he doing, man? What's he on about that Galileo? Uh, I don't know. Well, apparently they found a new one, which is called Ophiuchus. Which means uh, right. the snake bearer. It's quite a cool one. That yeah. now runs from November the 29th to December the 17th, which I think means Sagittarius have bumped along. Uh-huh. But that also means that everybody else has been bumped along. So you are no longer the fish. And I I'm am the, the fish. I'm pretty you're disappointed because I was the ram, which I loved. Uh-huh. I'm a big fan of the ram. You yeah. are now Aquarius. Ooh. <laughs> Well, there's a good 60s song with the uh, my well, star sign in there. So. Was it? Didn't sound anything like it. <laughs> I don't believe you. It's true. It's fucking true. I don't believe you about this. Well, that people's star think, signs have moved. But like, does that not mean that it's bullshit? If yeah. You, <laughs> I, so mean, like, I, I mean, it, I know it's bullshit, but do, you know, like, does it, so all the people who everybody's believe it, star charts from time immemorial has been yeah. wrong 
So Jane, so Jane, for example, was um, uh, she Libra? Yeah, which is like you're a perfectionist, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And now she's Virgo, which is like a totally different thing. So how can it be real? Uh-huh. How can it be real? So it, now, so after well, forty years, she's suddenly a totally different personality, and she's completely. Yeah. Anyway, she's, she's got to suddenly change. Also, you've gone from uh, yeah. So you're now Aquarius, and I'm now Pisces. So I've gone to the trouble of getting mm-hmm. your new horoscope based on your new star sign, Aquarius. Right. Do you want us to read Thanks. it out to you? Go on then. It says. Aquarius, born between February the 16th and March the 11th, are known to be absolute cunts. <laughs> well, it, it actually, I might start believing it now because that, that, was, that was often true, wasn't it? That was definitely true. So well done. Well done. Don't thank well me. Done there, Cliff. Don't thank me. Thank Russell Grant. Yeah. <laughs> Russell, well, I, I, I think Russell Grant will be upset by this, this change alive? in there. Before we go, um, <laughs> Do that thing. we've made a new Twitter friend this week. That's nice, isn't it? Oh, yes. Uh-huh, that is nice. The vampire person vampire, that I thought was a girl. Yes, you thought it was a yes. girl. I don't think it's a girl because if you actually look at any of his stuff, I didn't look. he is a man. <laughs> and it's obvious. <laughs> it, it, yeah, but the picture is a girl, though, isn't it? Yeah, because I don't actually. Look... Which is, and as soon as you click on his account, you realise what's happening. So anyway. Yeah, but I didn't look though. I've got, I, I, I keep away from all that. You need I don't to do look the at fucking things. looking before you start nah, interacting with I've people, got... don't you? This has worked out all right. I've got too much to do with the I mean, people's stuff. I'm a bit confused by it. It doesn't really sound like he's from LA, does he, when we're chatting to him? He's got a guy called Vampire Obscura. Um, uh-huh. If you like the busty ladies having their neck sucked by a man uh, that may or may not be a vampire, this is what he does. And uh-huh. there's obviously a market for that. And it's it's a good job it's to a have good job. It, be the uh, yeah. vampire man in that scenario. So How do I apply? Well, he's got it. He's done it. Job. He's cornered the market. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we've had a few chats with this guy this week, and he's been good. He's he backed nice, us up nice on our chat. Ringo Star story. He liked our Beatles stuff. Um, we've had yeah. a few like nice chats with him. Um, mm-hmm. But he doesn't sound like he's an LA man, vampire obscura. Can you let us know whether you're a man from LA, really, or whether you're a Brit who's moved there, or maybe mm-hmm. you're none of these things? But we would like it cleared up. Also. Are you a real vampire? That's what well, I'd really Well, a lot like of it's it. just like sucking on the neck, I think, like giving someone a sucker on the neck. That's what I think. Is it? Yeah. So it, it's not real sucking of the blood? Well, I don't think he's really killing people by biting You've looked into it more than me. You should know. I, well, yeah. Well, it doesn't look Does like he draw that. blood? Does he draw blood? It doesn't look like it. Uh, the other thing was um, today, or this is Wednesday we're recording this, so... It'll come out on Saturday, Friday night, if you're in England, Saturday, if you're elsewhere, I guess. Um, I did a little poll about what your favorite two-fingered chocolate bar was. From yeah, uh, And that poll's still I, on, as we speak. It is. That can I guess why ongoing. you've done it? Can I guess why you've done it? Okay, go on. You want to make a rude joke, don't you? <laughs> that's that's the only reason why you've done it. Because you you're going to make people vote for all these chocolate bars and that. 
And then at the end of it, he's just going to go, well, you know, two fingers, two fingers, whee! <laughs> That's honestly not. I've, um, I bought a massive bag of like chocolate biscuits and right. I didn't, I, I bought it sight unseen. I didn't know what was in it. Thankfully, it turned out to be like a, a mixed bag of different, uh-huh. basically not real, but Kit Kats. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, uh-huh. nice. And then a few of the like, kind of biscuity bars of chocolate kind of things. That, mm-hmm. Not the real versions, but this version of them. And then I thought, what do, what do people like out of all of this stuff? Basically, I tweeted it from my own account saying, oh, Twifters were good. I've just had something that was a bit like one. And uh-huh. lo and behold, I can fucking tweet about it, like serious matters, probably like have fucking, you know, real opinions on things. Nothing. <laughs> Drifters were good. It's the like, best received tweet yeah. I've had since I tweeted about pulled pork and when I went to Denmark about five years ago and fucking <laughs> Tim Lovejoy retweeted it. <laughs> well, there you go. What you want to do is just talk about chocolate and that, don't so you? So anyway, I thought, well, if I'm going to get some retweets, Let's get Brett and Clues Flea Circus, get some retweets. So well, that's good. I put the poll in there. What's mm-hmm. your best two-finger chocolate bar? Out of these ones, I mean, Twirl, yeah. Spira, uh-huh. forgotten about, Drifter, and Time Out. Um, I mean, there's, we've had like 50-something votes, and there's still 17 hours to go. So by the time you 50. hear this, it'll be finished. Um, but classic. Straight away, one reply, Twix, 100%. I mean, Tony, Tony G, come on. Uh, you're not listening to this. I know you're not. But <laughs> what's your favorite one? Out of the, specifically out of these ones, I haven't put a Kit Kat or a Twix in this list because obviously they're going to win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody will say, oh, Kit Kat's four fingers. Well, like, yeah, so I didn't put Kit Kat in. <laughs> Twix, obviously it's the winner. Of course it is. I've taken them out of the equation. <laughs> To give these underdogs a chance. I want to see who's the popular of these. Is that, is that what you did? Or did you just forget about Twixes? I didn't forget. They, they didn't they didn't come in your little box Brent, of Brent, sweets. B- believe you me. When <laughs> 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 teacher said that, believe you me, young man. Believe you me. I would if never. You, if you just bear with us, if you just bear with us. I, would, I, I will that. never, ever, ever. <laughs> forget <laughs> about a Twix because they're my favourite well, Twix and Kit Kat are my favourite uh, biscuit chocolate bars like they are uh-huh. so I'll never do you forget think, about them. Do you think four chocolate fingers are just a bit too much though Cliff? Um, what do you think about those fucking monsters that like bite it that way instead of breaking the fingers off? <laughs> <laughs> Because it, it was all it was all a, a, a very nice surprise, wasn't it? When you, maybe it's at Christmas you got a, a Kit Kat and it had four fingers. Four fingers, yeah. All, I yeah, mean, it was all like a special occasion. Yeah. Right, we're just babbling on here, aren't we? Like it's going to take me fucking ages to edit this. Just get through <laughs> this shit. But I stay up until about fucking two a.m. every Thursday night, Friday morning to do this. Should have taken even longer this time, right? Uh, so, Brett. Be really nice yes. talking to you. Don't be surprised when you hear this if a lot of it just disappears because I can't be bothered winning through it. Um, yeah. <laughs> thanks everyone won't. for listening. Thanks to our new Twitter followers. Thanks for the chat, Vampire Obscura. I appreciate it, but please let us know whether you are indeed from LA. Or a vampire. I, I, I'm dubious. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm dubious. Not dubious whether you live there. 
I'll take mm-hmm. that at face value, but I'm dubious where they're from there. Right. Well, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to find out, won't it? To find out, Vampire Obscura. Let's do yeah. it. And everyone else, thanks for all your chat, as always. Facebook page is always good. We've had some good stuff this week. Um, so anybody else who wants to join in, please feel free to do so. Twitter is at Pod. Facebook's the name of the podcast. And yeah, subscribe, follow us on all the uh, Facebook, no, all the uh, things. Uh, things and all of that shit. And mm-hmm. yeah, we'll be back yes. with you next week. Yes! Maybe we'll do a podcast on Drifters next week. Bye. Bye, the Drifters. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.